The World Health Organization has now made video gaming addiction officially a disease. Let's go to Jill Sweetman, a learning expert in neuroscience communicator. Jill, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you, Oliver? I'm well, thanks, Jill. But this is quite a worry now that uh, children in particular are so addicted to their video games. It is indeed, and I think that a lot of families do not understand the magnitude of this, and I am delighted that the World Health Organization has given the gravity and the sanctity to this particular disorder because there are so many families in the community for whom this is a problem and they don't know where to go and they don't realise it's as severe as what it is. And many are embarrassed, Oliver, to put up their hand and say that this is occurring in the family home. When you look at some of the stats, there are record rates of depression and anxiety for those aged between four and 17. One in seven now today suffer a mental health disorder in what they probably now call the uh, Prozac generation, Jill. Well, uh, I, I think a lot of people are reaching for a lot of things. Unfortunately, they're reaching to games and they're reaching to other things to uh, solve their problems and this isn't something to solve a problem. And when I talk with parents, Oliver, and um, parent consultation is a big part of my business because mm. I work with children who are either have learning difficulties, uh, who are gamers, or whom are gifted. So I go across the board with this. And what I find is that, uh, that parents are not exercising the degree of guidance that is required in the family home, particularly around gaming. All right. And this is having a profound effect on their learning. So, Jill, what mm. are the warning signs of gaming addiction? That uh, the, certainly gaming addiction, so we're talking an addiction here. The warning sign is, the short answer, is that there is a significant disruption to daily life. In other words, there is a preoccupation with online gaming such that the person is not coming out of their room. Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, withdrawal symptoms. In other words, there is, uh, there is an enormous pushback. There are tantrums. There's uh, violence usually uh, associated with someone trying to take the device away from them. Uh, they, their tolerance is such that they require more and more and more time gaming and more extreme forms of gaming. Uh, just as one might see with violence and a total lack of interest in other hobbies and not wanting to leave the house, certainly not wanting to come down and join the family for a meal. And uh, it, it's very distressing to see families in this situation. So what advice can you give to parents who are worried about their children's access to playing games? Gosh. Oliver, there are many parents who want to be friend first and parent second mm. and you can't have you can't have that and you really can't have parents on the same level of being a friend you know despite what children might think they are indeed craving guidance from their parents to support them for their cognitive development certainly for their potential and we can't expect children to police their own fun barometer if it feels good they want to do it and they want of more of it so it is very, very important from a very young age that parents create the guidelines for their children. And the first thing that I would suggest is that if the pushback is severe, the tantrum is severe, then that is a high indication that child is having too much. That child is definitely having too much. 
And the World Health Organization, Oliver, only three weeks ago put out guidelines for use for children under five. In other words, they shouldn't, under one, shouldn't have any screen time at all. And this is so important. I'm sure you see it in coffee shops like I do, mm. and you see uh, mothers preoccupied with their own devices and their own screens and the poor little tot next to them is is particularly with the baby. The baby is not getting mum. The baby is not getting that, that beautiful connection from the mother if she's distracted. And what's critical about brain development of, of our, our very young children is that the brain is an experience dependent organ that will only grow in direct relation, in direct relation with observing uh, the adult carer and, and it's very important for that to be the mum as much as possible. Sure. Jill, we'll leave it there. There's so much to unpick, but I really appreciate your time on Perth Life. Thank you. Not at all, and I hope we can do it again. Thank you, Oliver.